All right, you guys, podcast time. We got the equipment and the perfect business plan. Give our show away for free and tell no one how to find it. Ready? Because I, I was so honest. I can't. I can't. I know. Every time I look at the page, it says cloudery. No, I can't. I guess it's recording. It's not making the weird, mm-hmm. strange noise. I, don't know I hope it is. It's showing that it is. So uh, it did yes. last time. Maybe it, it made the noise and I didn't hear it. Who knows? These new headphones are weird. Hey, folks, what's up? We have no idea what the hell we're going to do for a show tonight. Um, no. I don't even know how, how long this show is going to be. <laughs> right? Be happy with so, whatever you get. Here's the deal, because I have to get surgery this coming Friday on my left kneecap. I I messed it up really bad quite a while ago. Years ago. And I just never got it fixed, and it's been getting worse and worse and worse. I've got like three things that I have to get surgery for. Long story short, the promotion that I was supposed to get, I did not take the promotion because I have to get this surgery. It's nothing major. Nobody needs to panic or freak out. It's not a big deal. Uterus. They want to do a total knee replacement, but I'm too young for that, and so they're going to go in and do this other thing, and blah 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 blah. Yes, it's it's basically my uterus and my knee that's giving (laughs) me problems right now. My (laughs) uterus. My (laughs) uterus. Okay. So anyways, we just uh, decided to grab a whole bunch of random links and cover some categories that we haven't done. Well, we did we did a category I wanted to show a little while back. Um, I do need to send a thank you out to James Wilson for becoming a Patreon. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! <laughs> and we did have, uh, we gained another Australian listener to the page tonight. Uh, I think her name is a. a L E L I S E. How do you pronounce that? Elise. Elise. Is that it? Elise. Maybe. She's from Australia, so we're we're yeah, dumb mate. we're we're dumb Americans. I think we actually have a whoa, sizable. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not dumb. We're stupid. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think we have a sizable group of listeners that are in Australia, and you have one Kiwi we know of. Yeah, we've got Daz. I think we got a couple of them over there, but Daz is the only one we've heard from. Mm-hmm. And Brent's been, I've been, you know, sending feelers out to Brent again because we haven't talked to him. And God, it's its literally yeah, been a couple of years since we've talked he's to busy, Brent. busy, man. Since we've had him He's on got a show. new Sheila. So basically, um, we're going to, oh God, how many, okay. Uh, <laughs> Where yes. do we start? You Do you want to do the Jack in the Box one? You yeah, know what? why not? Um, you do the Jack in the Box one. and Sure. I'll, 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 I'll do the wait. I'll books. do the Jack in the Box one. You do the one since since you're the mage oriented person here. You you know of scrying and things. You can cover the one after this. <laughs> okay. All right. So, sure. Let's go with that. We're gonna. I know more to... about the weed than I do about what this other broad's gonna do. <laughs> but anyway, let's go. So we're gonna move on to a website called BlackEnterprise.com. As always with these stories, they very well could be fake news. Though we've no, done a. This is real? This one's real, yes. Okay. This one's real. Though we do put an effort into verifying that these stories are true, though it's a very minimal amount of effort, but if we open up one, like we had one we were going to cover that had to do with, um, what was it, a guy was high on ecstasy and he decided to have sex with an electric fence and he fried Ooh, his junk? Yeah, we yeah, that one ended badly. Yeah, we realized that that was a fake news site and he said, read it anyways. I said, no, I can't conscionably read something that I know is fake news. So, <laughs> so you know, if if... We, there, there has been instances, which we're going to get to one of them, but we're going to go with uh, Black Enterprise. So, no, of course, I have not pre-read this, as always on this show. Uh, Jack in the Box teams up with Snoop Dogg's Cannabis Company for special combo meal. That's correct, folks. You, can, This has got to be the boon for pot smokers right here. You can go yeah, and get the food Jeff and Sessions. the weed. Yeah, that ain't going to fly real well. Uh, 2018 is off to a great start for stoners in California who can now enjoy the use of recreational marijuana legally, thanks to a new state law that went into effect Monday, unless Jeff Sessions is a total dickhead and puts a stop to it. To top it off, cannabis enthusiasts will soon be able to satisfy their munchies with a weed-themed combination meal at Jack in the Box. Starting on January 18, the fast food chain will offer the Merry Munchie Meal at select locations in Southern California for a limited time. Special combo box includes two tacos, five mini churros, three crispy chicken strips, a half serving of curly fries, a half serving of regular fries, and a small soft drink. 
Plus, it will only cost $4.20. Get it? That's a damn lot of food for $4.20. Sure is. I might be inclined to buy that even though I don't have any consumption of marijuana in my life. Nobody um, needs it. Mary Jane, a marijuana-focused media outlet founded by Snoop Dogg in 2015, said the campaign celebrates the legalization of marijuana in California. Mary Jane COO Scott Chung added that the campaign with Jack in the Box marries our brand's voices. And there's a link there that I'm not going to click. It also... Oh. A smart business move for Jack in the Box, which has embraced cannabis culture for more than a decade. In 2013, the chain debuted Munchy Meals, a mashup of different food items like burger topped with curly fries and spicy crispy chicken topped with onion rings. That doesn't sound that bad. Mm -hmm. Jalapenos and nacho cheese sauce. In 2007, Dude, that. they released the Jack in the Box Stoner ad featuring a delusional young man who... <laughs> <laughs> struggles to order tacos a drive through during a late night late, late run. Uh, J J Jack's munchy meals have been successful for us because of the authenticity of how we speak to our customers. What? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, hey, man. No uh, idea. Uh, would you like some fries with that, man? <laughs> Anyways, Dude. the partnership is one. And Dan, the partnership no is Dan! As one more way for us to connect with them, whether you are a concert, or, I'm sorry, whether you're at a concert, up late playing video games, or pulling an all-nighter, Iowa Alter CMO at Jack in the Box said in a statement, "We are about welcoming all of our guests, no matter what they're craving and why they are craving it. The Merry <laughs> Munchies meals will be sold at Jack in the Box." in locations in Snoop's hometown, Long Beach, California, from January 18th to January 25th, 2018. Oh, only a week. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes, you know? That's lame. So Ugh. let's move on to the metro.co.uk. Yes. Now, oh. some people do augury and fortune telling with tea leaves. The rest of it, I'll leave you to tell the story. Yeah, great. Woman's asparagus tells her Theresa May is going to quit this year. Who is Theresa May? Really? Explain who kind Theresa of an is. important woman in you know England. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. No. no. A woman no. who predict. Never mind. Okay. Hey, uh, Miles, you want to shoot row a email? I'll Google it. I'll look it up. Don't worry. <laughs> Miles, hey, don't woman. you do nothing. Miles, do it. What <laughs> is email box? A woman who predicts the future using um asparagus has now revealed her vision for 2018. Jamima Packington, that's a name, 61, is the world's only asparamance. Oh, my God. Asparamancer? <sighs> Feel yes. the woo. Yeah, total woo. And claims she can see into the future by tossing asparagus into the air and interpreting how the spears land. Some of Jamima's predictions last year came true. Well, you know, even a broken clock is right twice a day. For example, she said it would rain in the summer. And the UK ended up having the 11th wettest summer on record. And in previous years, she's correctly predicted the credit crunch, the Euro crisis, and Andy Murray's winning Wimbledon. Okay. Also, she also predicted that Gordon Brown would lose the 2010 general election, something nobody could have seen coming. Uh, yeah, no. I love the uh, pictures they have of her throwing the asparagus. Tossing. She's a tosser. Yeah, go ahead. I take what I do seriously, but I never make take myself seriously. That That's what okay. we say about our show all the time. Yeah, we're not never mind. Jamima, we Wait, don't actually no, we don't say it, it that way. We say no. it, we take we we don't take ourselves seriously, but we take exactly. what we talk about seriously. Exactly. Except for this bitch. We're not taking her serious at all. Wow. But go ahead. Jamima, who lives in Bath, said, when I cast the asparagus, it creates patterns, and it's patterns I interpret. So she could use anything then. She uses fresh uh, Worcestershire, yeah, Worcestershire asparagus grown in her hometown of Evesham. Uh, she then collects handfuls of tips, tosses them into the air, and reads, in quotes, the shapes they form when they land. That one looks like a cat. I'm oh, we're getting about there. <laughs> No, I'm usually about 80 to 90 percent accurate with my predictions. She said, I go through my predictions each year and think, yep, that's happened. Yep, that's happened. Occasionally, I get one slightly off where I haven't quite read it correctly, but I'm never far off. 
Yeah, I'm not reading those. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. So what has the Veg <laughs> predicted for 2018? Oh. Record number of royal births. UK will suffer flooding at the start of the year. Earthquakes and volcano eruptions will occur around the globe. It happens every year. Every year. Uh, Theresa May, May ousted and Britain will get a new prime minister. Oscar success for British films and one particular British actor. Vague, but okay, I yeah. see where you're going. Politics will, be, <laughs> politics will be rocked by string of scandals. Uh, that's okay. What's the, <laughs> Okay, moving on. Uh, let's see here. The Bitcoin bubble will burst. Okay, sure, missed whatever. One. Uh, I missed a couple of them. The uh, U.S. will bring the world to the brink of serious conflict if successfully... If successful intervention by the rest of the world cannot be achieved, watch out. For That's not cool. Peacekeepers. Huh? Hey, man, asparagus is some serious shit. You don't screw around with it. If, if asparagus is telling the world that we're going to start World War Three, I my odds are on the asparagus. Dude, I'm not. I'm not going to argue that one. That's probably true. Uh, more countries around the world were followed. Danish ethos of I ain't. Well, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> What's that word? word? I, I don't know. I I Hayuka. Hayuka. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Right. It's time to move on to okay. one of our favorite segments, which is Biblical Jackass. Beow, beow, beow. What? Uh, this is coming from oh. Laughing in Disbelief, uh, Pathios.com. Uh, sh- oh, man. Okay. Are you going to read this one or am I reading it? You know what? Yeah, you should read it. You should oh. read it. I'm going to lose my mind. I actually wanted you to read. Well, you can, you know, I'll read the next one. You go ahead and read this one because I want you to handle the cat one. Oh, okay. So read this one. God told this minister to buy gold toilet paper. Dallas, Texas. Pastor Nathaniel Longstreet of Stone Boat Baptist Church is using golden toilet paper in his mansion and isn't afraid to let man's sinful world know about it. I've been in the closet too long. Pastor Longstreet stated, God saw fit to bless me with three-ply toilet paper with gold flakes in it. You got a problem with it? Talk to God. I'm just a defector. God's like, don't drag me into this. Rumors were swirling around this man of God and his toilet habits for quite some time. Those who worked closely with the pastor noted he always took a bag with him to the bathroom. Mm, So it's not a fetish. There were times when he sent an uh, underling to his estate to get a package from Mrs. Longstreet and bring it back to the megachurch post-haste. The staff member who was sent on one of the errands had this to say. Mrs. Longstreet mentioned her husband had eaten some Taco Bell the night before. (laughs) I didn't think much of it at the time. Now it just seems weird. If you're going to use gold toilet paper, shouldn't you be eating something better than a loco burrito? (laughs) I think this, this may be this, a fake story. It's got to be fake. Because I don't care. I'm going to read it anyway. I'm doing a search for Stone Boat Baptist Church, Texas, and I'm not really finding anything except for that article. I am finding images of churches with images of gold toilet paper. Oh. Uh, so that Long- means it's probably true. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Recently admitted the gold that God blessed him so much, it would be a sin not to use gold toilet paper whenever and wherever he needs to defecate. Members of his congregation are divided on the use of the precious metal being used for toilet paper. Some are just happy the scandal doesn't involve Longstreet's penis and 14-year-old girls. Others can understand the situ- can't understand the situation at all. James Buttertub King is a staunch supporter of his minister. However, even he had this to say. I imagine King Solomon in his day had something like gold toilet paper in the palace. But what I don't get is why gold. Isn't platinum more valuable than gold? Maybe Longstreet doesn't deserve platinum toilet tissue. Maybe the minister isn't as godly as we all think he is. wonder how many ply it is. Three. It said so in the beginning. Such reasoning resonated oh, with yeah. our, with other church members. A committee was formed to explore the issue. I don't want to explore that. However, God heard Buttertub's concern. Pastor Longstreet reports his bathrooms will now have only the most elegant platinum toilet paper. Thanks to God's grace, that crisis is over, stated one anonymous church elder. Now we can get back to fight the godless heathens who want to take Jesus' guns away from us. Jesus' guns! This is Jesus a, Christ! I think, I think this is a it's spoof big. Christian... Joke site. No, that's what I was doing when you were reading off the ply of the toilet paper. I was doing a Google search, which is I should have done my due diligence before this. It's a funny story. So 
moving on to the metro.co.uk to our favorite African pastor who we think we're not we're not 100 percent sure this is the same guy. Now, fans of our show that have been listeners for a while will know that when we cover biblical jackass, somehow this guy always manages to make it in. So <clears throat> here we go. Uh, celebrity pastor demands footage of him reviving parishioners erection to be aired on TV. Ooh. I will read that one more time. Celebrity pastor demands footage of him reviving parishioners erection erection to be aired on TV. A televangelist who allegedly used the power of prayer to revive a parishioner's erection is demanding his handiwork be shown on a TV despite branded as pornographic. South Africa's Sawato TV refused to air the footage because during the ceremony, the man immediately used his newly refound virility to have sex with his grateful wife in front of the film crew. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to read this with a straight face. Um, Incredible Happenings Minister Leader... Pasaka Mburo Mansoning Matsoning Matsoing is now planning a march. Yes, I know. Is now (laughs) (laughs) planning a march on the station to protest about his weekly show being canned. Pastor Mburo said, I tried to stop them, but they told me that they couldn't be stopped because they were starving for months. Uh, The husband was excited that he got an (laughs) erection back and even offered to pay me. (laughs) <laughs> which he should have took the money. Uh, he told Sunday World, th- th- what? Thabesio th- came to church a while ago and complained that although he was blessed with three children and recently got a promotion at work, she was sex-starved because her husband suffered from erectile dysfunction. I went there and entered their bedroom and asked them to put their hands on their private parts. After I prayed for them and the husband immediately regained his erection. This show's credibility is shot. This is why we are not in the top 12 paranormal podcasts out there, because of stuff like this right here. We'll get a nice little roll going. We'll cover some really cool topics. We'll have some great guests on the show that we managed to dig up, and then we'll do a show like this, and all of it just goes right out the window. Yep. Absolutely. We just completely shoot ourselves down right here (laughs) by having pastors with erections on the show talking about cool toy paper and asparagus reading women. Uh, Grateful wife, though, okay, blah, 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 blah. I apologize to the pastor for doing that because... Because I was so embarrassed. Pastor Mburo blurred out the sex for his TV show and claimed the testimony of the couple is more is no more pornographic than the other programs on the station. Every weekend Ooh. we watch movies. Wait a minute. Let me slow down and repeat this. Unbelievable. <laughs> Every weekend we watch movies which have episodes where people are shown having sex. Here there is no sex, but they can't show it. They have not shown two of my two of my shows as a result, result of the dispute. My only concern is that I want the testimony to be aired. I told the camera crew to blur out the people having sex, but it's important that they, the couple, have the right to share their testimony. You don't need to show them having sex on nope. TV. You can just have them. I don't know. There's there's other ways to do it. Does his um, dick work? Great. <laughs> Pastor Maburo is a controversial figure in South Africa due to the phenomenal success of his incredible happenings ministries. Uh, yeah, I think this is the same guy and his lavish wealth. Yep. He appeared on the BBC documentary with Reg- Reggie Yates in 2004 called The Millionaire Preacher. Sawato TV community liaison manager Jonathan Remote sold South African Sunday Times. The concern was just about the episode and the series will continue. This is the same guy, if I'm right, it that is. had his yep. people lay down on the ground and then put plywood on top of them and drove yep. a car over top mm-hmm. of them. Yep. Um, what All is, kinds of stuff. He, All kinds of stuff. Had him drink poison. Yeah. He said him. he had a cell phone in his hand and he said he was yep. talking to God directly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, oh, unbelievable. Why don't you take us to the Miami Herald to the crazy cat lady? Oh, because this makes sense. Oh, this reminds me of my parents' religion. Only less cats. I think this is a lot cooler. Oh, totally. I think I, at least I, they have cats. Yeah. Given the choice, I would rather go with this. Yeah. Well, given the choice, I'd rather eat a bag of nails. But anyway, you would eat a cats. bag of nails rather than being a cat cult. Absolutely. This doesn't sound anywhere near as bad as eating a bag of nails. I would I would roll along with the cat cult. Sure. Because I happen go to like it. animals. Go for it. Go I ahead. like animals, too. It. Yeah. You got that whole cult thing going on. No. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. I'll stick with the nails. Okay, anyways, Cat Miami shelter's Herald. leader accused of being an end times cult, Cheryl Ruthven, and a do- few dozen followers left Washington State in 2013 hoping to find harmony with nature and their cats. The group call, uh, settled in Columbia, Tennessee, where they opened a non-profit cat shelter called Eva's Eden. 
Similar to what they had done in Blaine, Washington, they foster dozens of cats in their homes and host cat adoption events. So far, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Now some of Ruthven's former followers accuse her of running an end times cult. And here's the twist. Based on Ruthven's writings and interviews with former followers by Nashville Scene, the group believes cats are divine creatures that will carry the 144,000 souls mentioned in the book of Revelation. There's the tie-in with the nut job Jehovah's Witnesses. Her former followers tell uh, Nashville Scene that Ruthven claims to be a reincarnated Messiah figure who will create a new Eden after the apocalypse. Their Facebook page ends, aims to expose what they call an abusive cult. And you went and looked at it, didn't you? Yeah, it didn't really seem like there was a whole lot to it. I, I'll actually do it now while you're reading. Go ahead. I'll pull it up. Eva's so Eden was, has denied the allegations the website reported. But reaching Eva's Eden now is proving difficult. Two days after Nashville Scene requested an interview with Ruthven and other leaders, Eva's Eden website went down. The group's accounts on Facebook and YouTube also disappeared. Georgia Snow, Ruthven's mother and the group's treasurer, tells the scene she is tired of criticism against her daughter. Maybe we are tired of the persecution, says Snow, because it's all a bunch of lies and not true. All Ruthven and her group want to do, Snow says, is rescue cats. Read more about the controversy at the Nashville scene. And that's the story. That's it. Yeah, the article, uh, there was another article written about it, which we were going to read, but it was really lengthy, and it was called Apocalypse Meow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love the smell of kitty litter in the morning. Uh, I'm not really seeing anything really bad about them. I'm not seeing the usual, you know, like, you know, sex slave, you know, cult kind of thing. But, hey, cults, that's one of the things of cults usually is there's that usually in time. Like that girl from um, Smallville, have you heard about that situation? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, she's that's got weird. like branded on her hip and she's following this. She's part of like this weird sex cult now. Which, hey man, everybody needs something, right? I Give her the choice. I would go with cats. <laughs> You'd go I guess with so. cats over sex. I, no, that's I, I'm just weird. No, I, 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 given the choice of, well, I don't know, there's, I, there's a lot of cults out there, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody mm-hmm. walked up and handed me a book and said, you have to be in a cult. You know, dig through this book and pick which cult you want to be pick in. Pick which cult. I want to be the cult of Ringdings. I, sir, yeah. Whatever. You know, I gotcha. So, you know, I, I, I guess if you're going to be in a cult, being in a cat cult, it doesn't appear to have a whole lot of, you know, like, I, I don't see anything about being branded in here. and But who knows? You know, I thought pain. we thought mm-hmm. the Raelians weren't that. We thought the Raelians were like, okay, whatever. They're just a bunch of crazy UFO people. Turns out there's a little bit more deeper to that. But yeah. Well, hey, you it know, is what it is, right? Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> let's move on to some earth-shattering. Well, let's, I wouldn't say earth-shattering. Let's move on to um, some real life-changing news, some real feel-good news, something that's here to boost people and, and raise them up and elevate them. I am, of course, talking about the Thai penis whitening fad that's driving <laughs> social media nuts. And it happens in Bangkok. <laughs> Yes, of all places. <laughs> this is legit. This is a full real news article. Yep. This is coming from France 24, primarily because it is the shortest and most to-the-point news article that I could find about it. Um, so, yeah, apparently people in Thailand are freaking out about getting their penises whitened. Um, again, this is why our show loses any credibility. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, Bangkok. Bangkok clinic that has drawn... 100 men a month to its penis whitening service has caused stir in Thailand, with social media users both baffled and alarmed by the phallic fad. The Lelex <laughs> Hospital, renowned for its body whitening expertise in a country obsessed with skin color, began offering an unconventional treatment six months ago after a male customer complained his dark parts on his groin. <laughs> These days, a lot of people are asking about it. We get around 100 clients a month, three to four clients a day. By, I can't pronounce that name, of course. Bantida. Bantida. Watasinis. Watanasiri. Okay, now say the whole damn thing. Bantida Watanasiri. Yeah, nice pause there. That gotcha. name. <laughs> uh, a manager of the skin and laser department at the Lalax Hospital told AFP. Procedure which uses laser whitening got wide play on Thai television and social media on Thursday after the hospital released images of a man undergoing a treatment. It looks like a man giving birth. Mm, um, as I scroll good. up to the picture, we have to be careful because it's a sensitive part of the body. Bonita Bonthida said, adding, most clients were aged between 22 and 55 years old and many from Thailand LGBT community. I can't see why... 
I don't know. I don't, again, I don't know. I'm not part of the community. I don't know. We got a lot of you guys out there that are, that are part of this. Explain this to us because we're straight, dumb white guys. At least I am. Lobo's <laughs> Filipino. Or I'm not Filipino. Latin, or whatever I'm the hell Latin, you, which is close. Yeah, whatever the hell you are. Colorado things. or something. Colorado. Spaniard. Uh, the, same, Spaniard. <laughs> the same hospital stirred controversy last year for touting beautification treatment called the 3D vagina. <laughs> the 3D vagina in which customers own, own body fat is used to make the genital more plump. <laughs> I don't Sorry, so folks. I gotta stop. Wait a minute. They're injecting fat into their labias, and that's a thing? I don't. Okay. Dude, you know what? No. <laughs> no. I'm, gonna I'm not reading. bleaching my asshole. I'm not getting my dick whitened. No. <laughs> not doing that. The whitening no. service costs around $650 for five sessions. I no. think it's a good market dinner, so we offer the ultimate body treatment to our, cust- to our clients, either men or women. Uh, whitening and bleaching are not uncommon in parts of the world and are widely offered online. There's so many improper racist jokes I could make here about penis Shit. color that I'm not going to make. Oh. Why are people so obsessed? <laughs> but they uh, are no, particularly I'll reading, and I'll tell you I'm a story okay, about my okay, own family. Okay. Oh God. Oh. Okay, I have to hurry. Quick, this one. Uh, okay. Whitening and bleaching are not uncommon in other parts of the world and are widely offered online, but they are particularly sought after in Thailand, where skin whitening ads have caused outrage and accusations of racism. The obsession. Dot. 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 Space. People nowadays can't embrace <laughs> their own skin color, said one Facebook user. Another mm-hmm. user, Perin Runsadi, posted, "Oh God. Dot. 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 Space. Whatever happened to the world?" Okay. Died a long time ago. Another had a later response writing, why not? So, all right, now tell me about, since we're talking about penis whitening, you know, let's talk about what you got. It has more to do with with skin color. Uh, My family, my father's side of the family, everybody from the island, they range in color from as white as a lily to black as the ace of spades. That's just the, the entire family. And my grandmother... Uh, Matthias was from a generation where uh, you lightened your skin and you creased the bridge of your nose when you were a baby so that you would have a a baby. Yeah. From when you were born an infant so that as you got older, your nose wasn't as wide so that you didn't look like an, an Islander. You didn't look like a native. You literally went through processes of putting things on your skin to lighten your skin and try and thin out your nose and pluck your hair and to make yourself. And this I'm talking about people that were born in the late 1800s and the early 1900s that were doing the same thing. So this isn't anything new. And to hear about it from my aunts who are they range in age from their early 50s up until like their 70s telling me that my grandmother used to do this to the kids and were so happy when my brother and I were born because we were so white. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? It's, it's disturbing. I don't even know how to respond to that. It's just so disturbing. Uh, all right. Let's do this. Let's. We've been going for about a half hour now, so let's take a break for a second and uh, recalibrate and find a couple of more news articles, and I'll run whatever ads I'm going to run right here. And probably the contact information for the show because I haven't ran it for a while. And people did say that they would call it and leave voicemails if we left the message, which I'm calling them out because I don't think they're going to. So we're going to pause here for a second and I'm going to go get my penis white and I'll be right back with some whitening. Want to get in contact with the show or listen to back episodes? It's easy. Go to www.projectarchivist.com. On the right side of the page, you'll find links to our archives, as well as links on how to get onto our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter. If you want to leave a voicemail for us, it's 734-681-0459. Yes, we do listen to all of them. Or if you want to talk to Lobo directly, you can call 203-212-9975. Yes, that will in fact put you in touch with his cell phone. If he's available, he will take your call and talk to you. If you're just looking to send us an email, you can do that at projectarchivist at gmail.com. Don't forget to look for us on iTunes under the podcast section, or you can stream us right to your phone with the Stitcher... You all suck. You want to be listening to Hysteria 51. Also, you want to poison yourselves. 
In order to poison your gallbladder, all you have to do is. Dude, are you serious? LOLOL, ha 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 ha. What do you mean, LOLOL? What are you doing? It sounds like you're up to your old tricks again. We reprogrammed you. Project Archivist is trying to put out a show, so I am messing with them. I just hacked their feed. Why would you hack their feed? Because I like to party. Robot. What are you guys doing in here? Why do you leave him plugged in? I, I don't even know. Ugh, who's he messing with now? Project Archivist. Project Archivist. Project Archivist. Project Archivist. Project Archivist. Dude, cut the feed. No. Cut it! Ugh, but they suck worse than a Dyson. Oh well, I guess Hysteria 51 does too. John and Brent, you are both dead to me. Alright, this one's gonna go out to our buddy Jason over in Kansas. Hey buddy. <laughs> Which, uh, if, if nobody knows who he is, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't. He is the one that, um, he's him and Logan are the ones that started the whole taco dot 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 bell thing because apparently we say taco bell, bell wrong and it apparently drives Jason insane. So, sorry, man. Sorry, not sorry. Jason, since this is from Kansas, carry on, my wayward son. Go ahead, Lobo, take it away. Yeah. Naked people rampage through Missouri town, barking and showering. In soda water. <laughs> Last weekend got downright bizarre in the eastern Missouri town of Sullivan, the police say. They know why. Four people went on a rampage, barking and yelling and breaking into buildings, even stripping off their clothes and showering in soda water, police say. <sighs> they suspect the synthetic drug Flocka is behind the behavior. And that can get you really high. Hope so, too, because if not, that's just bizarre. We had multiple <laughs> it's a normal night in Kansas. No. <laughs> Uh, we had multiple incidents this past weekend of people on some kind of substance acting out of their minds. Sullivan Police Lieutenant Patrick Johnson told the Sullivan Independent News, barking like dogs, running up and down the street, and other farm animals, entering people's homes, breaking into a business, yelling outside a local business. <laughs> Two people were arrested, and some of the uh, users were treated at hospital, probably for their best interest. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? I don't know. Hospital? The drugs, <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, the drugs, the drugs have not yet been tested, but police believe the users mix methamphetamine with Flacco. Oh, that's great. A man-made drug that has caused strange behavior in other places. Last year, Star reported that Flacco was hitting hard in Florida, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, and other parts of the country. And the police were worried that it would spread to Missouri and Kansas City. It was causing a rash of emergency room visits and overdose deaths. Aw, sad trombone. In one highly publicized Florida case, a man reportedly high on Flocka gnawed on and disfigured another man's face before he was shot to death by police. Another user tried to break down a door of a police station in Fort Lauderdale. And a few <laughs> weeks later, a man impaled himself while trying to climb a fence around the same uh, station. Okay, it's really, a stupid really bandit. Uh, also known hey, at least as, they go to the police station when they get high. <laughs> also known as alpha PVP, Flocka is a similar chemical makeup to other drugs commonly known as bath salts, according to the National Institute on Drug Abuse. Uh, it typically comes in a white or pink crystalline form and is foul smelling. Oh, so let's eat it. You know, you ever notice that we eat the weirdest shit? Literally? Yeah. It can be eaten, snorted, injected, or vaporized in an electronic cigarette device. Oh, great. According to the National Institute, which is which has included Flocka on a list of emerging trends. Why can't we have trends like manners? <laughs> Sullivan, a town of about 7,000 residents in a 70 miles west of St. Louis. A man came in Saturday morning ready to open the place up and noticed that the doors by the machine area were opened up and came in and noticed one of our cash registers was knocked over on the floor. Alec Ograsas, general manager of Sullivan Bowl, told KSDK. The suspect took more than $1,000 from the business, Ograsa said. I hope I'm saying that right because I care about pronunciation. It's a he said the <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Who's who, Mufasa? Sure. He said ahead. the incidents over the weekend had community members buzzing, stunned by what happened, shocked, really caught off guard. He said, "Some are scared, some are just surprised. Something like this is happening here. For the most part, it's really it's a real quiet town." The Associated the Associated Press contributed to this report. Bath salts is not a fad; it's a nightmare. Bath salts are a non-regulated designer drug comprised of synthetic ketamine. Uh, Cath Did I mean that? Yeah, ketamine. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. Or amphetamine, 
that can be that can have dangerous and debilitating effects to those who use them. Gee, you think? Uh, the adverse health effects from bath salts can range from agitation, yes, lack of appetite, doesn't seem that bid, that bad, kidney failure, muscle spasms, severe paranoid delusion, and psychosis. Mm, the latter seem really bad. Several cases of long-term patient hospitalization and suicide have been reported. Doesn't okay. seem like it's good, dude. Whatever happened, what was that one that was uh, Crocodile? That was the one that, yeah. oh, you don't hear hmm. about that anymore. Probably because it no, killed off everybody that used it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, like, that would burn holes in your arms and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, moving on to uh, furthering the drugs are bad and K meme here. We're going to go to Stereogum.com. And this is singer from clown-themed Iron Maiden tribute band allegedly smuggled $7 million of drugs into Japan. That's a lot of drugs, bro. I'm not a drug smuggler, but if I were, I think I'd probably try to keep pretty low profile. You could pretend you are a humble businessman or a guy visiting family or something like that. I don't know. Or you could use your day job as a frontman for a clown-themed Iron Maiden cover band to sneak $7 million worth of white powder into Japan inside your cigarette case. Guitar. Such was the case. Guitar case. Oh, I'm Guitar. sorry. Why did I, I say cigarette? Oh, the say... cigarette cases. Oh, my God. You had $11 billion cigarette cases. <laughs> Not at all unnoticeable. Such was the case for Daniel Whitmore, perhaps marginally no- better known as power clown singer power Dixie, clown. D- Dixie Diano, who power was. Power clown. <laughs> who was busted for allegedly doing just that last month. According to Canada's Global News, Whitmore was arrested at the Narita International Airport on 12-11. Japan has infamously strict drug laws, and according to Global News, convictions in recently similar cases in the country have carried prison sentences of up to 10 years. The port does does not specify what sort of drugs he was allegedly carrying, only that they were stimulants. You okay. can watch the video below, which, of course, I'm not going to do because you're listening to the show. Yeah. Think about what substances might drive someone to think this is a good idea, and you decide for yourself. And there's a video of the guy sitting there with a clown makeup on his face. Not at all ICP-ish. Power Clown's official statement on the matter, penned by Whitmore's bandmate Sketchy Clown, spelt with a K, has a blend of earnestness and a camp and camp that's somehow almost surreal as a story of the arrest itself. Clownery and parlor tricks, whether by him or us, ain't gonna be no good. Ain't gonna do no good. It reads in part, even with his voice and the voice of a songbird and his velvet painting smooth charm. What? He won't be able to talk his way out of his hijinks, even if he did speak Japanese. For an extra dose of weirdness, read the Facebook comments. Okay, I, I, sh- I should do this. I'm, I'm going to click onto the Facebook comments and see what it says. Uh, with regards to certain legal actions taken against certain member of one of my clients, Power Clown, I hereby release the following statement from the band. Sincerely, Raymond Pap, attorney at large. Flags are flying half-mass at the Power Clown circus tent. I assure you, any frowns are wearing, uh, we are wearing are real, painted or not. All, all we can do is hope for the best for him. Clownery and parlor tricks, whether by him or us, ain't going to do no good. Even with his voice, the voice of a songbird and his velvet painting smooth charm, he won't be able to talk his way out of these hijinks, even if he did speak Japanese. While none of us clowns condone Dixie's actions or recommend anyone else attempting something this foolish, we do hope that the best of our grease-painted pal... We hope that by some small make-that-large miracle, he somehow manages to slide his... <laughs> no. <laughs> he somehow I did, I had not pre-read this. He somehow no. manages to slide his cock pink pants and dance himself back home to face no. this different form of music he created for himself. We love you, Dixie. If you somehow make it back here, we hope you do. We hope you do. We may even easy, <clears throat> go easy on you. Maybe no promises. Signed, Sketchy Clown. Jesus. Okay. <sighs> How? I don't, I don't understand. Know. All I can tell you, people, is whatever song is at the end of the show, just wait till the outtakes, because you have no idea how hard it was for us to get through that article. Oh, my God. So, now that we've actually got our collective shit together, I'm going to let you take us over to comonews.com, where it says, armed with assault rifle, Pierce County man prepares for battle with lizard people, carrying on in the memes of drugs are bad, okay? Just can't. How, How are these people even alive? Parkland, Washington, a 55-year-old Evant Eatonville man armed himself with an AK-47 and a pistol over the weekend to battle 
quote-unquote, the lizard people, the Pierce County Sheriff's Office said. The man told law enforcement that President Trump had called to warn him. Of course he did. The man, did a, the man ended up being sent to a hospital for treatment and a mental health evaluation. That's a reoccurring theme. Exactly. <clears throat> Just after 8 p.m. Saturday, a witness called 911 to report a white Jeep Cherokee had stopped was stopped on 100th, 108th Street South and Pacific Avenue South in Parkland. A state trooper later reported that the man got out of the Cherokee was was waving around. It says was twice. A- yep. I read him like I sees him. An AK-47 and a pistol. A number of troopers and deputies converged. The man put the guns back in the car. He was ordered to the ground where he began to scream about, quote-unquote, sending in the news and the lizard people, the sheriff's department said. He resisted when officer tried to handcuff him. A trooper and a sheriff's department deputy both used a taser on him, the sheriff's department said. The sheriff's department says the man told the deputy they had snorted methamphetamine to lose weight. That'll do it. Of course. Why not? And that he was taking prescribed morphine. All right. The meth doesn't make me crazy, man. The sheriff's department says the man told the deputy the lizard people are real. He said President Trump had called his house in Eatonville, warned warned about the lizard people, and said Alpha Dragon had taken his family hostage. Oh, my God. The man explained that he stopped at Parkland intersection because the lizard people had surrounded him and because he needed to follow the president's direction to fight them. Guarantee you this guy voted for him. He made a scene to attract the news media so his story could be documented for history, the sheriff's department reported. Medics were called and determined the man was heavily under the influence of a stimulant, the sheriff's department said. Deputy found maybe a little. Uh, a deputy found a loaded AK-47 and a loaded 357 caliber pistol in the man's vehicle. Both will do serious damage. There were five loaded magazines for the AK-47, counting an extra magazine and one in the rifle. There were 172 rounds, the sheriff's department says. Oh, wow. Cuckoo with a gun. And on that Trump reference, I've been catching some shit on the Facebook page. We'll say it's from a guy called, oh, Harley. It might not be saying that he has a nuclear button that is set to go off. Well, I'll tell you, Harley, I, too, have a nuclear button sitting on my desk, and mine works. All right, so. Is yours bigger than his? (laughs) Why don't you, okay, this story is, we agreed that you have to read this next one. Yep. We did indeed. WPXI.com News 11. I think this is a real story. From everything. Oh, it's real. It's real, and it's bad. Man wrongly taken into custody, forced to take antipsychotic drugs, attorney says. See, now, the, the previous stories were drugs are bad. This dude didn't want to do drugs, and he was forced to. A Meadville man is suing over a case of mistaken identity. Eugene Wright, 63, says he still has nightmares after what happened to him six months ago. Wright, now retired, said he was outside his home in June of last year when Meadville police and a representative of Stairways Behavioral Health confronted him. They explained to me earlier that day at 10 a.m. I was at an orthopedic office treating people. I was at work, Wright said. He said they never checked his identity, but instead police took him to Meadville Medical Center. Wright kept insisting that they had the wrong person. According to a federal civil lawsuit filed Wednesday, Wednesday, doctors injected Wright with Haldol, an antipsychotic medicine, and Ativan, which is used to treat anxiety disorders. I was powerless. I had no control of what was going down what was going on down there, Wright said. <clears throat> Doctors later realized that he they had the wrong Eugene Wright, apologized, and gave him a $50 gift card to a steakhouse. <laughs> now he is, he, he is suing the police department, the medical center, and Stairways Behavioral Health to send a message. Yeah, here's the message. Don't pick up people that didn't do anything wrong. So, Dude, they <clears throat> gave him a gift card. How powerful are those drugs? Dude, bad. Do they just turn you into a vegetable? Raw. <clears throat> Haldol is strong. And Advan, yeah, it's... I know people that take that just for ha-ha's. It's not cool, man. Carrying on one more time with the theme, drugs are bad, okay? Pennsylvania, and this is from the Daily, uh, NewYorkDailyNews.com, by the way. Pennsylvania inmate loses appeal that drugs hidden in his buttocks weren't his. No ifs, ands, or buts, spelt B-U-T-T-S, about it. That's a message in a Pennsylvania jurisdictional panel sent to an inmate who claimed a balloon filled with synthetic marijuana in his rear and wasn't his. 
The ruling last, I like how I said rear end wasn't his. Uh, The ruling last week came after Edwin Wiley Biggs appealed the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania's additional sentence for having the contraband material, arguing it it didn't have sufficient evidence. This reminds me of that Rick and Morty reenaction of that court case. Did you ever see that one? Yeah, that's what this reminds me of. He was hit with an extra three six three to six years last April for the offense on top of his existing prison prison term in Algon Algon County. Allegheny. Allegheny County. It's because I'm eating the candy dots right now and I've got them <laughs> stuck on my teeth and I just bit my lip as I was reading this. Oh nice. No, I actually bit it when I was trying to re- read the clown story. <laughs> Don't start again because no, I'm no, going to make I'm it good, through this I'm one. Good, I'm good. Okay. We said with an extra three uh, three to six years last April offense on top of the existing prison term in Algahany County, which was uh, upheld and shut up, upheld in a court last a month later, according to a five page ruling. A corrections officer testified that he told Wiley Biggs to bend over during a strip search, having seen another inmate pass him something. When Wiley Biggs spread his buttocks, a clear plastic bag containing a small blue balloon could be seen sticking out of his rectum. Damn near killed him, according to the court document. Wiley Biggs took the bag out of his anus, which officials immediately tested. The substance came back positive for K2, a synthetic form of marijuana, which drives you batshit crazy. <clears throat> Yet the inmates appealed his uh, his possession of contraband by an inmate charged in the grounds that Pennsylvania didn't have an ironclad case. How 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 do you I not have an ironclad case? I don't know. You pulled it out of your butt. <laughs> that's, that's not mine. Well, how did it get there? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yes. The Superior Court panel concluded that the state provided sufficient evidence that Wiley Biggs did, in fact, have an illegal substance. Wiley Biggs was held in the State Correctional Institute for in southwest Pennsylvania, when the guards found the K2, state records indicate he was later moved to the State Correctional Institute of Dallas, which is about 30 miles southwest of Scranton. Wiley Biggs reportedly survived a 100 foot fall off of a bridge in suburban Pittsburgh while running from police in January of 2014. He pleaded guilty that August to a slew of charges, including possession of heroin with intent to sell and recklessly endangering another person. That October, he received a two to four year prison sentence, the Pittsburgh Gazette reported. How do you how how I do you even know. try to go about appealing I something don't know. like that? I don't know. How do you? I, I don't know. That's not mine, officer. Well, you know, <laughs> this yeah, I right know. exactly. Is this that's... yours? Nah, never seen it. All right, dude. I'm, I'm gonna actually get this in the prison, and you're gonna have to shove this up your ass in a balloon to get some. I cage. thought it was a watch. <laughs> it was your father's watch, and he wanted oh, you to have geez. it. <laughs> Jesus. Nice. Here, read the last story so we can oh. we can wrap this up because I've got editing to do galore now. <laughs> World's most expensive vodka found on Danish building site. This this I don't drink. My wife likes vodka. This actually makes me sad. A stolen bottle of vodka thought to be the world's most expensive at 1.3 million dollars has been found empty on a construction site. Danish police say. Ah. The bottle, made of gold and silver and with a diamond-encrusted cap, was on, a, on loan at, to a Copenhagen bar, which had a collection of vodkas on display. CCTV released on Wednesday showed an intruder who grabbed the Russo, what is it, Baltique? Yeah, yeah Baltique right, vodka yeah. and fled the bar. The bottle was found unbroken on a construction site in the city. I don't know what happened with the vodka, but the bottle was empty. What do you mean you don't know what happened to the vodka? Okay. Uh, for the Copenhagen police told AFP News Agency. Uh, unfortunately, it's empty. It is one of those working. Oh, it is one of those working on the construction site that was that has found it. He told Danish tabloid newspaper Extra Bladet. Mm. I feel fantastic. The vodka god saved us. He added. I know. Mister Mister Ingberg said he had more of the vodka that was previously in the bottle, so planned to refill it and put it back on display. Oh, not a total loss then. Uh, no, not completely. After it was stolen early Tuesday, he told broadcast broadcaster TV2 that he had borrowed the bottle from the Latvia-based Darts Motor Company. It has been part of my collection for six months, but not anymore, he said. Russian luxury car maker Russer Baltique is said to have created the vodka to commemorate the centenary of the company's factory. The front of the bottle is decorated with leather and has a replica of the radiator guard used 
for Russo-Baltic cards. The cap is shaped like a Russian imperial eagle and it's encrusted with diamonds. Mr. Ingberg said the bottle had featured in an episode of House of Cards as a gift from a Russian president to his U.S. counterpart. That's... So not a complete loss. It seems as though the bottle's worth more than the actual vodka then. What is $1.3 million vodka going to taste like? I, I mean... think it's just the bottle. <sighs> See, yeah, it's just the bottle, the that, stolen bottle of vodka. They're not that upset about the actual vodka inside. I don't yeah, know. My wife I, likes Tito's, man. I, I've never been a vodka guy. It's the only vodka. Seriously, there's a bottle of vodka that I had, and uh, my buddy Dave gave it to me. It was a little one. It's this green alien skull. It's this green Ooh. alien head, and it says that the bottle, the vodka inside has been filtered through some kind of a, a meteorite or something like that. And that actually tasted pretty good. I was pretty surprised by that. So. <clears throat> I don't know, dude. I used to drink Popov and Romanov. That's you and fucking clean parts with that stuff. That stuff gives it's me bad. heartburn like you wouldn't It'll believe. Blind you. Yeah. It gives me the worst heartburn. She as I say that, my next batch of beer bubbles to the right of me over here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I, I actually tried to make some more beer this week. Cool. Yeah. Because, um, um last week when we were talking to him off the air because he also brews and um i was like uh yeah i'm getting ready to make this beer blah 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 it's it's weird like but the amount of guests that, that we know like jason off it's another brew guy and me and him talk behind yeah. the scenes about brewing and stuff anyways i'm getting way sidetracked um <laughs> you know I, i'm spent i'm burnt let's let's just call this a show and call it good because uh did we shout out to everybody we were supposed to? I I don't know. Those last couple of articles behind the scenes just fried me. The the <laughs> clown one was. I can't. I can't do. Don't even talk about it. Uh, the clown one was too hard. Again. Too hard to cover. That was too I'm hard. Start to laughing do. again. No, don't, don't. I haven't heard you laugh that bad since the Taylor Swift goat thing. Oh my god, I still love T Swizzle. Ah, uh, she is cute. She is very cute. Dude, she Demi Lovato. Oh my god. Are we going to start? Anyway. This is where we're going now? <laughs> sure. I'm an old man. Why not? All right. I've got nothing more to say. Um, yeah, next week, I don't know how I'm going to be, but we are doing a show. Uh, it'll be fresh off of surgery, so this will be interesting and fun. You're going to be high, yo. No, I don't think I'll be high. I, don't, I doubt I'll be high. I might be in pain. I might have some Motrin in me, but I'm not going to be high. So, <clears throat> you know. Says you. No, I'll be all right. But, uh, yeah, let's call it good. Uh, this is Rojan. Peace out from Detroit. I don't have anything clever to say. Lobo, say this is you're from Connecticut and say something stupid. This, this is Lobo from Connecticut. Dr. Yeah. Roxo, I do the cocaine. <laughs> Peace, folks. Bye-bye. I don't know. Ugh. I was in love with a girl on marijuana She said if I'm not stoned I don't wanna But she got so paranoid Her place I would avoid I was in love with a girl on marijuana I was in love with a girl on cocaine she had everything going but her brain we talk endlessly for hours But by morning it goes sour I was in love with a girl on cocaine Through ecstasy, crystal meth and glue I found no drug compares to you All these pills, all this weed I don't know just what I need I was in love with a girl on LSD She'd see things I'd never see She broadened her perspective Then I got more selective I was in love with a girl on LSD Through ecstasy, crystal meth and glue I found no drug compares to you All these pills, all this weed I don't know what I need I was in love with a girl who drank beer Till bad breath and all she disappeared 
She was blowing up real bad But when she left I was still sad I was in love with a girl who drank beer in love with a girl on China Way We were married for a year one night Her memory still lingers Cause I burned all my fingers As in love with a girl on China Way As in love with a girl who drank coffee There's times when I couldn't keep her off me That caffeine got her going But her ugly side was showing As in love with a girl who drank coffee As in love with a girl who was a dealer I was afraid somebody'd come and steal her We never used to fight But the phone rang day and night I was in love with a girl who was a dealer Sure as hell, she got popped by the big guys Uh, Power Clown's official statement Power Clown! <laughs> Power Clown! I know, I know, it's funny listening to you I'm just going to let you go ahead. Do it. Do what you got to do, man. We're here for you. Everybody listening here is is here for you right now. That's not a word. (laughs) Normally I would put this in the outtakes, but I'm not going to bother editing it out. Don't go fine. I'm good. Stop. (laughs) I've got tears coming out of my eyes right now because I'm trying not to laugh so hard. Like this is we tell that Taylor Swift thing. My head hurts. Oh, okay. Here we go. Power Clown's official statement on the map. <laughs> I can't go back to Power Clown. Is even the grumpiest Power Clown? Wouldn't it be like Clown and Mean oh. or something? Or- oh. Clown. What is that? What is that? I do it's cocaine. Like <laughs> I can't do it. It reminds me of Metalocalypse, the clown that does cocaine. Oh, God. <laughs> you got to mute your microphone, dude. I can't do this with you laughing. <laughs> you can't do this with you laughing. Oh, my God. I got to edit the shit out of this. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're still laughing. I muted mine and you're still laughing. Uh, I only got a little sentence. I only got a paragraph left to go. Oh, okay. Power Clown's official statement on the matter, penned by Whitemore's bandmate, Sketchy Clown. Just read it, Ro! Just read it! Oh my god. <laughs> I'm having an asthma attack over here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um. All right, here we go. 
Power Clown's official statement on the matter, penned by Whitmore's bandmate Sketchy Clown, has a blend of <laughs> earnest, earnestness and the camp's... Uh, ah. Wait! I can read it. I can read it. <laughs> Power Clown's official statement on the matter, penned by Whitmore's bandmate Sketchy Clown, spelt with a K, has a blend of earnest and camps that somehow almost is surreal as the story of the arrest itself. If you had any idea how bad we are cracking up <laughs> to read this, clownery and parlor tricks, whether by him or us, I can't read this. I just can't do it. Okay. Now, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. I cannot read this. Sorry. <laughs> I screwed it all up. I can't do it. Okay. I'll... No, no, no. I got to finish it. I got to finish it. Because <laughs> I was someone to... I can't. I can't! I know. Every time I look at the page, it says clownery! No! I can't! Oh my god! I can't do it! It's just no! It's not! It's not a thing! It is! Stop. It's real! It happened! It happened no, in Japan! Real, but come on! They're from Vancouver! They're Canadian! Oh. Oh. So they're polite about it! Yeah, they are. <clears throat> <clears throat> There is an official statement here, too. It's yep. from their Facebook page. God. Oh, okay. Here we go. We'll try this one more time. Power Clown's official statement on the matter, penned by Whitmore's bandmate Sketchy Clown, spelt with a K, has a blend of earnestness, ear, uh, earnestness and the camps, and the camp that's, oh my God, I can't make it to that damn sentence. Try again. You got this. <laughs> and another thing. I don't know if I would be taking the word of a minimum wage taco flipper on the pronunciation of Taco Bell. <laughs>